0: Thank you for joining us on this week's episode of the NACF Podcast. Whether you know it or not, you're leading. Someone is following you because you look like you know where you're going. But the key is not to fight it, to step up and shine bright. And don't be afraid to be followed.
1: Because they see something in you that they want. They see the peace in you. They see the healing in you. They see the wholeness in you. They see that confidence. They see that power. They see that you always have provision. They see that you have purpose. Now tell y'all the anointing is attracting. The anointing is attractive. They see the anointing in you. And all they know is that there's something in you that they want. And you're being followed. You're being followed because you look like you know where you're going. You're actually going somewhere. I just want to love on you. Amen. God bless you. We're going to Philippians chapter 2, verses 12 through 16. We'll be reading in the New International Version. It's Coaches Day at New Antioch. I got any coaches in the house? And then we're going to read 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. It'll be there for you on the screen. It is our custom to stand in reverence to the reading of the Word of God. So excited to see so many of you here. Some faces I haven't seen in a while. Amen. And some I may haven't seen you in a while, but I don't recognize you because of these masks. (laughs) But God bless you for being here. Philippians 2, chapter, uh, chapter 2, verse 12. It's there for you on the screen. Let's read together. Therefore, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, Not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. Continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling. For it is God who works in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. Do everything without grumbling or arguing. So that you may become blameless and pure. Children of God, without fault, in a warped and crooked generation. Then you will shine among them like stars in the sky, as you hold firmly to the word of life. And then I will be able to boast on the day of Christ, that I did not run or labor in vain. Our next scripture is 1 Corinthians 11 and 1. It simply says, Follow my example as I follow the example of Christ. Our topic this afternoon is don't be afraid to be followed. Don't be afraid to be followed. Just holler at somebody across there and tell them, don't be afraid to be followed. One of the most frightening experiences in life is being followed. You don't know who this person is. You when you don't know what their intentions are. You don't know if it's a thief. A robber. Serial killer, a rapist, or a racist. <laughs> Before Ahmad Arbery was murdered, he was followed. Before Lieutenant Caron Nazario was pepper sprayed and drug out of his car, he was being followed. It's a common line in action movies or horror movies. You know, all of a sudden, they're in there and the music begins to, to get loud and, and, and scary. And somebody says, we're being followed. Right right before that chase scene. We're being followed. Try to lose them. Try to lose them. We're, we're being followed. That, that, that's what cut to the chase means. That firm cut to the chase. That's supposed to be the most exciting part of the movie when they realize they're being followed and then they're driving all crazy and, and tearing up stuff because they're being followed. And, and so in the movie it's exciting but when you're on foot it's not so exciting. We tense up. That adrenaline begins to rush when we hear footsteps Behind us, where's my PTSD, folks? <laughs> Here's some behind me now. I, I, am I going to have to fight? Or am I have to take flight? Or are they coughing and sneezing without a mask? <laughs> are the steps getting closer and closer? I tell you, one of the most frightening experiences in life is being followed. There are even laws now about people who follow you around, stalking laws, because they found out that too often there's mayhem afoot when you're being followed. It can be a frightening thing to be followed. It's frightening even when it's people that you know. Maybe especially when it's people that you know. And what if the following is on purpose? Like when you're a parent. Y'all parents ever, kids following you? (laughs) But, But they are. If you're a parent, if you're a teacher, if you're a boss, if you're a church leader, if you're a minister, if you're a pastor, if you're a community group leader, or perhaps if you're a coach. It can be a scary thing to realize you're being followed. Well, Third Sunday is our Coaches Sunday. And it's when all of the New Antioch Christian Fellowship coaches come. They're invited to come to service. And I hope you all are listening today. You have a special sermon on Third Sunday. Because God has instructed me to call together 80 Christians who will take one other person and teach them something that they know. Some of you are training who your replacement's going to be. Some of you are, are training helping somebody learn a life skill or or a spiritual discipline, and and some are simply taking somebody and helping them walk with God and currently at New Antioch we have 60 coaches and I'm recruiting today I hope this message hits somebody today I need 20 more coaches to get to my 80 that God told me to get I need 20 more coaches and you can teach somebody something you can you can meet with somebody you can do something to help somebody alone so I need 20 more coaches to join today I don't care if you've only been in this thing two months you can tell somebody how to do two months you, you so we need some more coaches to today, and I've been adding it all up, and uh, 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 you all are a little behind, Eliante, so I need you to text me right now your numbers from February and March, if you haven't given them to me already, 702-812-1174, and report to me your contacts, Um, but we have made so far this year 839 contacts so far this year, whether those are meetings, texts, Phone calls, uh, seeing people, talking to people. Isn't that wonderful? We are on the move. Coaches, you're being followed. We're being followed. Pastors and ministers, we're being followed. Mothers and fathers, we're being fo- followed. Teachers and praise leaders, we're being followed. And being followed can be a scary thing. The thing is. That has been the biggest challenge for me as a pastor has not been being seen, has not been being heard. It's not been being obligated. It's not even been being criticized. It's being followed. And God is... Thank you, Tisha, and God is sending this word to all of us and to all of you and to all of you that are listening on live stream. Don't be afraid of being followed. Don't be afraid of being followed. So let's deal with it today because here at New Antioch, we love, we lead, we pray, we give, and the toughest one to get folks to embrace has been we lead. You would think it would be we give, Sharonda. But y'all can, we can, we know, we'll tell you there's some people we can get to give, but we can't get them to lead. They'd rather give than lead. We seem to have an issue with being followed. So even in the natural, we tend to ask, why are you following me? Sometimes we do that with the kids. They follow you all over the house. You just turn around. Why are you following me? Can I go to the bathroom? Why are you following me? And on the street, now most of us are, are probably like me, like, okay, somebody follow me. If they come coming closer and doing that, my drilling, and all that stuff. But some of y'all, are those bold people on the street. And if you get to be too low, y'all might be the, some of y'all are the kind that just say, why are you following me? So we ask the question today, why are you following me? I follow you because you look like you know where you're going. We've all done it. We're at a conference, or, we're at a game, or you're at a game, or you're at a hotel, you see somebody, and they're walking with purpose, and they're walking with confidence, and you just follow because they look like they know where everything is. It looks like we're going to the same conference, and here we, I see somebody walking over here, and they walk with purpose. We just start following. We don't even know. It just look like they know where they're going. People follow you because you look like you know where you're going. I mean, look at you. Your direction is firm. You're, you know the truth. You're walking with God. You're not unsure about why you pray. You're not unsure about why you lead. You're not unsure about why you love. You're not unsure about why you, why you give. There's a glory on the face of people who really know God. All church kids know that yeah yeah when my church kids at people's been raised there's a look on the face of people that know God. You can see a group of people over there and just know those those are Christian. Those church people over there. And there's a look on the face of people that don't know God. That's how we can tell you backslid. You tell when people back say, y'all, I got to do is look at them. There really is a glory that's on the face of people who really know God. When people see you, believe me, you look like you know where you're going. So they follow you. Why are you following me? Not only do you look like you know where you're going, but I believe you're going somewhere. They can tell that you're on your way somewhere. They can see you getting stronger. You got wisdom. You're progressing in life. You're progressing in God. You're progressing in ministry. You're progressing in your education. You're progressing in your finances. Your life is not accidental or haphazard. It's intentional and it's directional. You're walking with God and you're going somewhere. Why are you following me? I follow you because you've been somewhere and you know the way back. They've heard your testimony. You were on the streets, too. You were an addict, too you were gambling too you were divorced too you've been abused too you were depressed too you were unemployed too you were homeless too you were hopeless you were violent you were rejected too you've been poor too you've been abandoned too but you got out and you made it through and you found a place in God and you turned your life around so when you came back to the places that you were pulled out of and begin to tell your story you let them know that they that you have been someplace where they need to be and you know how to get back from there to here. If they would just follow you back, if they would just follow you out, they can find that place in God too. Why are you following me? I follow you because you have something I want. Sometimes a robber follows you Because you have something they want. Well, so do other people. They follow you because they see something in you that they want. They see the peace in you. They see the healing in you. They see the wholeness in you. They see that confidence. They see that power. They see that you always have provision. They see that you have purpose. I tell y'all, the anointing is attracting. The anointing is attractive. They see the anointing in you. And all they know is that there's something in you that they want. And you're being followed. You're being followed because you look like you know where you're going. You're actually going somewhere. You've been somewhere and know how to get back there. Or you have something they want. So in our text, Paul Tells the believers at Corinth, look, I'm following Christ. I know which way he's going. Just follow my example and I can lead you to him because I'm following his example. I'm walking with him. So if you follow me, you're following him. So this was Paul's method of operation to have people follow him. And as they followed him and he followed Christ, the people would find Christ. He says, I want you to get it and I want you to to, to follow me as I follow Christ. So so let's look at Paul's instruction. In Philippians 2 and 12, which was our first text that we read. I want you to get the text. If you can get on your phone, if not using your phone on the uh, those of you that aren't using your phone to see this program, um, get on your phone wherever you have your Bible. It's wonderful to have a Bible that's not on your phone. Then you can watch and have the Bible next to you. Uh, and so go to Philippians 2 and 12. Go to Philippians 2 and 12. And I want you to follow along because as we exegete this text. so In Philippians, there's another group of Christians that Paul is talking to. And, and they've been following him. But now he's away from them and he's reminding them of how to follow his example, how to follow him as he follows Christ. So he says to them, my dear friends, as you have always obeyed, not only in my presence, but now much more in my absence. So here Paul is commending the church for following his example, even when he is absent. This is the entire point of coaching people. You're leading them to do some things without you as they just like they do it when they're with you. Eventually, they're not going to need you. You coach people to do some things without you as if you're with them until they don't need you. In other words, you're working your way out of a job. I'm preaching here every Sunday to work my way out of a job. I'm not going to do this forever. I'm working my way out of a job. I need you to be able to do everything I do. They should grow. The people you're coaching, they should be able to grow so they can pray in your absence. They should be able to study. Pastor Darian, in your absence they should be able to lead in your absence they should be able to preach we put we put out some great preachers here at new antioch they be but they they are, they can preach in my absence you need if you're coaching a parent they need to be able to parent their kids in your absence if you're helping people where bj learn how to play their bills and and build up their finances they are you've teaching them so that they can do it in your absence if you're teaching them how to walk with god you want them to be able to walk with god in your absence that's why some people lost it during this pandemic because they could do it in our face but they couldn't do it in our absence so paul says you all have done well in my absence i coached you well now continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it is god who works and you continue to work out your salvation with fear and trembling for it's God who works in you. So we found out that this walk that we're on. We found out it's an ear walk. You gotta be able to hear God. We found out it's a word walk. You better check what you say while you're walking with God. And we found out it was a love walk. You had to love your enemies and your and your friends. We found out it was a cross walk that you couldn't jaywalk this thing. We found out it was a deep walk that we gotta get out of the shallow end. And last week we found out it was a real walk. Sometimes this thing just gets real. But this is a work walk. This is a Work, walk. You have to work this walk out. It says work out your salvation. Now note, you don't have to work for it. It's in you. It's given to you by grace through faith. It's salvation. Salvation is in you to be saved, just in case you don't know, means to be in right relationship with God. All your wrongdoing has been forgiven, and you've been rescued from the devil and rescued from hell, and you're no longer separated from God. You have now salvation in you, and now you work it out of you. This means that you keep doing what God has placed in you until you work it out. When you get saved, God places some things in you. He places some calling, some gift gift, some purpose, something to do. tell somebody you have something to do. Tell somebody else across the hall, you have something to do. And so you keep doing that thing until you work it out. It's, 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 let me explain it like this. It's like a splinter. It irritates you until you work it out of you. You, it just can't just stay there. Work it in you. It's in you, and and, and it, but it won't be rest. You just irritate it until you work it out of you, y'all. This is a work walk. You gotta work what's in you. Out of you, you continue. You have to continue to work out of us what's been placed in us by the Holy Spirit. And it says, and you do it with fear and trembling. Fear and trembling. This does not mean that you do the work of the Lord terrified like he's going to get you if you don't. Too many of us were taught that God is a mad daddy, that's daring us to mess up. He gonna get you. He gonna punish you. And so you be so you better walk on eggshells around the Lord. You better your spiritual life is like walking on eggshells, y'all. This is not an eggshell walk. That's too much pressure on people. That's in the flesh and blood and that's imperfect. This is a grace walk where you do your best and God does the rest. So Paul uses this phrase, fear and trembling, uses the phrases, in the Greek is phobos kai tromos. Walk this salvation out in phobos kai tromos, fear and trembling. It's a phrase, and what it actually means is reverent obedience. Walk it out in reverent obedience. Obedience, being in awe of God, respecting God enough to work their salvation out. It's not, it's don't take God for granted. In other words, work it right. You're being followed. At least try to be right. At least try to be right. People are following you. And this is what makes being followed so scary. We're afraid to mislead people. We're afraid to mess up. We're afraid to cause people to stumble, but you don't have to be afraid. Just honestly try to be right. Give it your best effort. Work for God in reverent obedience. Work for God in respectful cooperation. Why? Because it's God in you who's actually doing the work. It is God who works in you. It's not you working. God is at work. Let him work it out of you. Let him work it out of you. Your call, your purpose, your skills, your talents. talents your desire your motivation your anointing your gift all of that it's God in you it's God in you when you got saved God stepped inside of you and he began to deposit his will in you there is something that God wants to do for the world something God wants to do for the community something God wants to do for the kingdom something God wants to do for people and he put that desire in you because he is is in you he just wants to use your body to do his will so when you get that thought to pray for somebody that's God in you it's like in the movie that had Maddie Moss Clark told her daughter Twinkie he said she said when you sing that's God in your throat when you play that's God in your hands when you cook that's God in your fingers When you preach, Darian, that's God in your voice. When you write, that's God in your mind, Brother James. When you praise, Sharonda, that's God in your spirit. When you love, that's God in your heart. When you give, Rev, that's God in your pocketbook. When you teach, that's God in your intellect. Somebody say, it's the God in me. In fact, there was a song by Mary Mary. I got it for my daughter because she was really doing good, looking good, had her car, had her, her career and her degree. And I, I would give her this song, and it was a theme song for a while. It's called, it's the God in me. Say, you're so fly. You're so high. Everybody around you trying to figure out why. You're so cool. Win all the time. Everywhere you go, man, you get a lot of shine. Boy, like a magnet. Better yet, I have it. Everything you wear, people say they got to have it. From the sweatsuit to the white tee to the Gucci. You can probably say people want to get like me. But what they don't know is when you get home, and get behind closed doors. Man, you hit the floor, and what they can't see is you're on your knees, so the next time you get it, just tell them, it's the God in me. You think I'm so fresh? You think I'm so clean? You think I'm so sweet? It's the God in me. What is it you think you see? It's the God in me. You see her style. You think she nice. You look at her whip. You say the whip tight. You look at her crib. You think she paid? You look at her life. You think she got it made, but everything she got, the girl's been given. She call it a blessing, but you call it living. When it comes to money, she can be a hero. This is me. She write them checks with a whole lot of zeros, but what they don't know what they don't know is when we get home and get behind closed doors man we hit the floor and what you can't see is us on our knees and if you ask me I'll tell you it's the God in me says for it's God at work in you to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. The only reason you want to do it is because he placed his will in you. Otherwise, who would want to do that? I know I got a few witnesses. You want to do it because he wants to do that. Who just wants to do all the things that you do, that you're doing? It's he wants to do it, to will and to act in order to fulfill his good purpose. It's a good purpose, so just try to be right. And I'll give you grace for the rest. So work it right. You're being followed. Don't fight. You're being followed. He says, do everything without grumbling or arguing. Do everything. We're coming down everybody's street right about now. Mine too. Without grumbling. Or arguing, don't make it hard on God. Don't make it hard on the Holy Spirit. You know, the Holy Spirit, he is the God that's in you, by the way. It's hard to work with people who grumble and complain and argue. If you're going to do it, just shut up and do it. Why make everybody around you miserable? Why grieve the Holy Spirit? Now, I know we call it venting. Let me tell y'all the truth about venting. When you're venting, you tell one person in private, get all the frustration out, feel better, then you're done. That's venting. I'm going to help y'all again. You tell one person. Now, there might be a couple of people in the room at the time, but you tell one person in private. Now, where everybody in the church heard you. Now, where everybody in the household ter- hold heard you. You get all that frustration out. You feel better. Then you're done. That's venting. Once you tell the second person, and the third person, and the fourth person, and said it again at the meeting, now you're grumbling and arguing. Oh, yeah. And you done told it on Facebook, put it on Instagram all those, all those signifying and symbolic. Everybody know who you talking about. Everybody know who you talking about. This ain't in my notes. Everybody know who you were talking about because it doesn't happen at the church Sunday morning. So when you get to talking about that stuff, don't act fake like you just talking. I'm just making a statement. No, you're not. You're grumbling and arguing. That word arguing actually means questioning the providence or the authority or the wisdom of God. Why do I have to do this? These people, I'm sick of this. They got one more time to say something to me. Where are the rest of them people? Where's everybody else that was supposed to be here? We're all pastor's favorites. I've been doing this too long. I am so over this team right now. Would you look at it this way? Look at it this way. Your kids, your kids eat, sleep, wear the clothes you bought. They in and out of the refrigerator all day. They turning on TV. They turning on their video games. They sitting under all that air conditioning in hot Las Vegas. They're drinking bottled water. Four years old, drinking bottled water. Where my Vegas folk? That water hose water. That water hose. Where's kids? There was that water hose water. Outside with they bottled water. They riding in cars they didn't buy. Burning up gas they didn't purchase. And all you asked them to do. Was wash some dishes and take out the garbage. Why do I have to do that? I'm tired of this. These people in this house, I didn't even use up all these dishes. Parents, y'all always asking kids to do stuff for you because y'all too tired to do it. It make you want to choke them right out. Really? Really? But before you get too mad at those kids, that's exactly what we do to God. You're breathing his air. You're eating his food. He protected you all day. Woke you up every morning. Saved your raggedy soul. Healed the body that you abused. Kept your mind from going crazy. And you can't do the work of the Lord without grumbling and arguing. Christians, y'all love it looking good, driving nice cars in a four-bedroom house, and you still singing the blues? Truth is I'm tired, options are few. I'm trying to pray, but where are you? I'm all church out, hurt and abused. I can't think what's left to do. Truth is I'm weak, no strength to fight, no tears to cry, I'm even if I try. I don't mean to mess with y'all favorite song. I understand that we just feel that way sometimes. But after they take you to the king, and you vent, (laughs) Tisha, can't we sing something like, you make me happy. You make me whole. You take the pain away. I'm so in love with you. Everything about you is right. Think so and so God now what do you want me to do I'm ready to walk with you work your will out of me I'm not afraid to be followed matter of fact God I welcome it I'm excited about it I need you to work it right you're being followed don't fight you're being followed shine bright you're being followed Paul goes on to say, so that you may become blameless and pure, children of God without fault in a warped and crooked generation, then you will shine among them like stars in the sky. So when we work it right and don't fight, we shine bright. Because this is a warped and crooked generation. These folks are a mess, they are in a mess. Our country has gone crazier than it was 50 years ago. These folk, rich, poor, black, brown, red, yellow, and white, young and old, male and female, gender neutral, gay and straight and non-binary, all of them done lost their minds. Everybody's lost their minds. But if we Christians work it right and don't fight. If we walk with God, we will shine bright among them. We will be different and human beings are attracted to light. They want to see when we are the light of the world. We are the people who are the light of the world. People who want to be right will follow the light. Now, people who love darkness love it because their deeds are evil. That's what Jesus said. But there are people who want to know what's right. There are people who want to to do what's right there are people who want to be right and they need a light in this warped and crooked generation and you 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 are that light we are the real vegas lights vegas is known for its lights but can new antioch be known for real light don't be afraid to be followed we are the light so work it right don't fight shine bright and hold on tight. Tell somebody you're being followed. He said, you will shine among them like stars in the sky as you hold firmly to the word of life. What are we holding on to? The word of life. So for this part, I'm not going to exegete this part. Can I just give you some word to hold on to? Somebody holler word. If y'all really like word, somebody love word, holler word. So do not fear, for I am with you. Do not be dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you and help you. I will uphold you with my righteous right hand. Somebody say, a Word. Somebody write in the comments, Word. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because they trust in you. Somebody say, a Word. The Lord Himself goes before you, and will be with you. He will never leave you, nor forsake you. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. Somebody say word. The Lord takes firm steps. To, uh, the the Lord makes firm the steps of the one who delights in Him. Though He may stumble, He will not fall, for the Lord upholds Him with His hand. Somebody say word do not be anxious about anything but in every situation by prayer and petition with thanksgiving present your request to God and the peace of God which transcends all understanding will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus somebody say word when you pass through the waters I'll be with you and when you pass through the rivers they will not sweep over you when you walk through the fire you will not be burned the flames will not set you ablaze somebody say word and my God will supply all of your knees according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus somebody say word if we are faithless he remains faithful for he cannot deny himself somebody say word for the lord is a son and a shield the lord bestows favor and honor no good thing does he withhold from those whose walk is blameless somebody say word and god is able to bless you abundantly so that in all things at all times having all that you need you will abound in every good work somebody say word The lions may grow weak and hungry, but those who seek the Lord will lack no good thing. Somebody say word. Hold on tight. You're being followed. And then Paul says, he says, and then I will be able to boast in the day of Christ that I did not run or labor in vain. Because he was not afraid to be followed. He had bragging rights. I've been followed. My walk is not in vain. I've been followed. He can go to the day of Christ, stand before Christ, and look around and say, I've been followed. Look, look at him. I did not run or labor in vain. All of this wasn't for nothing. I've been followed. Look, all those Christians over there followed me here, Jesus. I've been followed. He already, it's not like he's boasting like he's above anyone. He he already told you it was God doing the work. He already told us that we could follow him only because he followed Christ. It's, this is more like a praise report. It's like when you say, oh, my child is graduating, when you know it was a hard battle for them to get there. It's just being able to say, I fought a good fight. I finished my course. I kept the faith. It's being able to say, I did all right with my life. And these people are the evidence that I was followed. The greatest thing, get this, the greatest thing you will ever experience in ministry is to be able to look at someone who followed you and see that they made it to Jesus. All this other stuff ain't going to matter. I'm telling you, I was young, but now I'm old. And I can tell you right now that the greatest thing you will ever experience in ministry is to be able to look at somebody and know they followed you and found Jesus. They made it to Christ, change, and purpose. And you'll have the bragging right to say, I've been followed. So I told our pastors the other day, don't be afraid to have a following. There are a lot of pastors that don't want you to follow nobody but them. And if you get too many folks around you, you know, they get a little nervous, start pulling your coattails. That's not the case at New Antioch. I need you to have a following. I want all y'all to have a following. I want all of these pastors to have people that follow them. Well, Pastor, what you going to do? You got, they got 30, 40 people following them, and they leave your church. There's 30 or 40 more seats for somebody else to get saved. And then them 30, and I hope those 330, they took, I, I hope they make 300. And so now we got we got hundreds of people being saved because I wasn't afraid to let you have somebody follow you. It's called multiplication. It's called be fruitful and Multiply. What if they lead them up? I trained them up good. Train them up right. I trained them well enough that I'm not afraid if they get a following. It's how you multiply the kingdom. I'm saying the same to each and every one of you. Everybody that's listening. I'm saying to you, don't be afraid to be followed. Why would they follow you? Because you look like you know where you're going. Because you're going somewhere. Because you have something they want. Because you know how to get there. So, work it right. Don't fight. Shine bright. Hold on tight. You're being followed. Then you'll have bragging rights. That you have been followed. Ah, that just sounds good to me. I hope that hit somebody else. spirit be able to stand before God and know that you have been followed. Because I'm blessed. I've got got to bless somebody somebody else. Somebody else. Because I'm blessed Help me to bless for our coaches. To oh, that is our Lord, send your
2: harvest, and every to time you bless, you, you can trust me, you can trust, you can trust you can me, me. to bless somebody else. I told you
1: I needed $1,600 that weekend and that weekend. God bless you, $1,590. I just gave the 10. That was just in January. Well, I got in a bit of a tight. um, uh, Because you know how sometimes we have with renters, B.J. And I got in a bit of a tight. And I wanted to help out. But it made me a little tight. Uh, but, but, but I had, to, I needed to scrape up that. I wanted to give the two, the 2021 at both churches. So that's 40, 42. Uh, but I was going I knew God was going to give me some kind of way. and that time, God took, God took a whole weekend. And before the weekend was over, he had give, got me the money that I needed uh, for that season. Well, this time he did it in one day. I got $3,600 in one day. Well, not, nobody owed me it wasn't it just God just blessed me he turned everything around in one day so as I was preparing this message I got to this part every time you bless I said you can, you can trust, trust me you can trust me to bless somebody else. so I had blessed the church But God reminded me, you didn't bless nobody else because I got extra money now. He gave me more money than I need. I told y'all, God is extra. He's extra, Brooke. And he said, you haven't blessed anybody. You said, if I send the harvest, I could trust you to bless somebody else. And uh, I blessed the church and forgot to bless somebody else. You can trust I told him he could trust me. You can trust me to bless somebody to else. Bless somebody else. Because I'm blessed. Oh, Help blessed. me to bless somebody else.
3: Somebody
1: somebody else. else. Hallelujah. Somebody, else. somebody, else. somebody else. else. Because I'm blessed. Because I'm, I'm blessed. blessed. I've helped me to, to bless, bless Somebody else <laughs> Somebody else Bless somebody else I want my life To bless somebody else Lordy, I want my life to bless somebody else, Lord use my life, to bless somebody else, to inspire somebody else, now let me tell you this, God is just extra, so I did the same thing this morning, Gave out $50 bills. You
2: can
1: trust me. Gave $150 you can trust me this morning. Before I drove over here, God had already returned to me today $230. You can trust me. You can trust me. And what, before I even got to the altar call, He had given half of it back to me. Somebody had put another 20 on there. Somebody handed me an envelope that had another $100 in it. And then I looked at my cash app and somebody had sent me another $10, $230. God, I, God, I'm trying to give. And I can't beat you giving. I can't beat you giving. You're so extra. You can trust me you can trust me trust me to bless somebody I want God. to start this altar call with our pastoral staff I told them the other day I don't. I want them to be comfortable having a following I need them to be good with people following them it's the only way we're going to expand ministry and I'm going to start with them today. So pastors, you trust me. if you come, they're the anointing of God. God anointed me, and I'm not a natural leader. It's the anointing that they follow. And I want this anointing to fall on them that you begin to be comfortable with your following. You already have a following. I want God to increase following i am not intimidated you are trained very well i know that if they follow you they're gonna go to jesus and no place else i know that you're anointed to bring people to christ change and purpose so father in the name of jesus in the name of jesus i'm just gonna turn my head away from you in the name of jesus god the anointing my god yeah She will not be afraid of her following. Elevate her, God. In the sight of the people, there's an online following that will be from across the country to hear prayer and prophetic prayer. It's already happening in Las Vegas, across the country, across the world, the following that will come to this woman of God. We will not be afraid to be followed. We will not be afraid to be followed. Increase her following, God. Enlarge her territory. Increase her following, God. No fear, no trepidation, no intimidation. I can be followed. Follow her, God. Let them follow As she follows Christ, a fresh anointing on the woman of God to develop a following in the name of Jesus. God, as the preachers follow him, as servant leaders follow him. Touch him right now in the name of Jesus. Let the anointing rest on him to gain followers. They will follow him as he follows Christ. God, increase his following in the name of Jesus. People he's pouring into, men of God he's pouring into, they'll follow. He knows where he's going, God. He knows where he's going. Rest on him. Rest on him. Ah, Hallelujah. We will not be afraid to be followed in the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Amber and Keith, come here. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Somebody yes. somebody Because I'm blessed, because I'm blessed. Father, in the name of Jesus. Help me to bless gotta rest on them they've already begun people are already following them they know where they're going so God rest an anointing on it increase their following increase their following let people see their light let people see their anointing let people see their growth they already want what they have God let them be comfortable being followed let them be we will not fear being followed in the name of Jesus rest it on them, rest that anointing on them in the name of Jesus. They will bless somebody else. Rest it on them now, God. Put a yes in them in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Because because I'm blessed. Come here, Pam. Help me to bless. Come here, Champagne. somebody Somebody else somebody else come here Pastor Monica because I'm
3: blessed
1: I've got to bless I've got to bless same thing just the anointing of God rest on you I told you you're the other one you're not the number two you're the other one you're the other one I just felt something. Hallelujah. God, let her begin together. Her following in the name of Jesus. We will not be afraid to be followed. We will not be afraid to be followed. We will not be afraid to be followed. followed. God, in the name of Jesus, the anointing to draw people, the anointing to draw young adults. In the name of Jesus, rest on her, God. Even you, even other women, in the name of Jesus. She even has an anointing for young men cut in the name of Jesus. Enlarge Enlarge her territory. Enlarge her territory. Enlarge her territory. Do not be afraid to be followed. Do not be afraid to be followed. Do not be afraid to be followed. Anointing to be followed. Let her be exalted in the eyes of people, in the eyes of her community, in the eyes of all of us, in the name of Jesus. No fear. No fear. He's going to do it in you. You don't have to do it. He's going to do it in you. You don't have to worry about it. Grace. Grace to be followed. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Mm -hmm. Somebody else. Pastor Renee is going to come and pray for us at this time. We'll pray for the house that all of you get that burden for people and let somebody follow you. Don't be afraid to be followed. God is calling everybody in this room to realize that you're being followed. And to not be afraid of it. Don't freeze up. Don't turn about, why are y'all following me? Just God, I accept that I'm being followed. And as she prays, if you want prayer, if you want to come and surrender that to the Lord or prayer for whatever reason, the altar is open. The altar is open for those who want prayer. And we'll be here, the pastor will be here praying for you as Pastor Rene prays for the, the room, the, the general prayer for the room. In the name of Jesus, come on, Pastor. In the name of Jesus, thank you, God. God, that you are mindful of your people,
3: God. You're mindful of our needs, God. You're mindful of what we need in the now, God. So we thank you for your grace this morning, God. Your grace to put your will in us, oh God. Your will to be better, God. Your will to do better, God. The will to do more, God. So I lift up everyone in this room right now, God. God, from the front of the house to the back of the house, God. I lift up their minds to you right now, God. That you would begin to place your will in their mind again, God. Will them to do better, God. Will them to do more God only by your grace and mercy God that we stand God when we look back over our life and everything it took for us to get here God it was only by your grace God that we survived God it was only by your grace God that we lived again God that we breathed again God it was only by your grace God and we are thankful for your grace God you knew exactly who we would be God at every moment Again, to fall on their life. Give them your supernatural strength, God. Your supernatural strength in her life, God. In the holy name of Jesus, supernatural strength to push her again. strength supernatural strength to rest on your people to rest in their homes to rest over their lives to carry them day by day in the holy name of Jesus in the mighty name of Jesus God and we thank you for your peace We thank you for your peace, God, only the peace of God. We thank you for your peace, God, and your strength to go in the holy name of Jesus, God. And we thank you and we honor you and we give you glory and honor. In Jesus' name I pray,
1: amen and amen. 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 This this young man, I know Keith just talked to him, but Pastor Darian, this young man in the black, you don't have to come up. I'm going to send him to you. All I want you to do is put your hand on his back and see what you feel in your spirit and pray whatever it is that comes to your spirit. Amen. Just, you don't have to say nothing to him. I guess God leads you to say something to him, but. I just sense a turnaround for you, man. There's a turnaround for you, but there's something. Whatever's going on, I just need you to see if you can pick it up in the spirit, Pastor. Hallelujah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Glory to God. Glory to God. In the name of Jesus. Nobody wanted prayer today from the altar. All right. You have something?
2: I just want to say a couple of things to a couple of people. So, Shawnee, um, there is so much that you have that people need to be able to follow you. And so I call you out because, and you and I have had this conversation year over year, but there is a straightening. Get on that straight path that God is calling you on. Don't let them and they bother you. But because you've been through so much, there is something that uh, single moms need to know. There is something that wives need to know. There is something that women that are tra- uh, raising teenagers that they need to know. They need to know that from you. Um, and so you need a following. But the path has to be straight that you're going to lead them down and on. And so um, I do want you to come up here because I want to pray for you uh, that you come on along. Um, and do and be what God has called you to be. Uh, there is a thing that if people get on your nerves, it sends you back to—I uh, don't even know if you got a nickname. You can stand right over here uh, that that you that you call that girl that you kind of go back to. But we need to get rid of her because it's too important that you give people what you have. Um, I'm going to say the same thing for you, Desha, Um, that. People need what you have. And I don't don't think that you're so much afraid of a following. Uh, For you, it's just to step out there and allow them to follow you. Allow them because you have something that people need to know. Sometimes we just think, oh, my life is just ordinary. Um, it, It is just what it is. But you are holding something that God has given you because he wants you to give it to somebody else. Uh, one of the first things that Dr. Parson told me, and she said, remember everything about everything that you go through because you're going to have to give it to someone else. And so there are some things that you that you just know that you're going to have to give to somebody else. And so we're going to pray for courage. We're going to pray for a straight path um, on this afternoon. A man of God, I don't know your name, but you're sitting right here in the tan uh, uh, suit. Wave at me because, yes, you... Um. there are things that these men need to know from you that you can give. Yes, we do need it. And yes, you do have a following and they will follow you. And so I'm going to pray courage. I'm going to pray courage for some of you in this place on this afternoon that you come on. You know what? Time is so winding down for us. And there are people that, like Pastor said, that you have to show them how to get to God. You have to show them the God way. There are men that are trying to figure out how to do it, but you know the way. And so you are the one to give it to them. And sometimes we say, oh, there's enough men doing enough things, but not if God has assigned them to follow you. That's the thing. Those people are your assignment, and you're not moving on your assignment. And so um, we're just gonna pray for you, Shawnee, Shay. You already know. Shay, you already know. Shay, you can write three books right now about your life that somebody else needs to hear and need to know. But there's a straightening out that we have to get to. So if they start following me, that I'm going to show them the way to go. And that is so true for so many of us. And so we're just going to pray. I'm going to pray for you, Shawnee. Shawnee, we've been here together for years and years over here. And it's just time out.
1: Amen. Why pastor Sharonda ministers, those of you that are still online with us, if you are not saved, if you haven't made that first step, I explained what salvation was being in right relationship with God, having all your, all your wrongdoing forgiven. And if you're in the house right now and you need to make that commitment to God, if you're not sure that you know that you know that you are in right relationship with God. If you don't know that something happened to you right now, that you're going to heaven. I'm not talking about guessing. I'm talking about knowing. If you don't know whether or not you and God are on good terms, say this prayer with me. Say this prayer with me, those of you online. Lord Jesus, I believe in you. Come into my heart. Forgive me for everything I've done wrong. And I accept you. And I want to walk with you. So thank you for saving me. In Jesus name. Amen. Now if you prayed that prayer. We believe that you are born again. In other words we believe that you're saved now. And there's a book that I want you to have that's called Save, Salvation 101. You need to know what your next steps are. We're on a walk with God, and this will give you what your next steps are. And we'd love to be your church family. I'd love to be your pastor. We'd love for you to come on this walk with us. Follow me. I promise you I'll get you there. Follow me. You can follow us and get to Christ and get to change and get to your purpose. So put in the comment section right there that you prayed that prayer. And that you would like that book, you would like that information on how to take your next steps with God. If you're here in the building and you prayed that prayer, just raise your hand. You don't have to come up here, but you prayed that prayer. You accepted God today. You got it right with God today. Anybody that's here in the building, just raise your hand. Amen. If you would like to be connected, yes, right here. Amen. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Make sure she gets that book, get her information. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. Amen. And you can pray with her again if you would like when you get there. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. We'd love to be uh, your church family. We would love to be your church family. We'd love to have you as a part of us, even online, even online. Amen. God bless you. Anyone else in the building, God bless you. We're excited. We're excited. God is yet saving in and through the house of Antioch. Over here, amen. God bless you. God bless you. There's a young lady right behind you that's going to get you all connected. Amen. God bless you. God bless you. Amen. And again, after you do that, pray for them Uh, again, uh, Sister Arnett back there. Thank God. Aren't we excited? Isn't this what we're praying for? Hey, man, if you pray that prayer and really believe all it takes to be saved is to call on the name of the Lord. And they did that today. And somebody online, I just believe you need to put it in that comment section that you prayed that prayer. You may have prayed it before, but you meant it this time. Or you rededicated your life. We want to know. Or you can go to newantioch.aliante.org. New Antioch da- I'm sorry, newantioch dash. Aleante, y'all are supposed to correct me. Nuantia dash and it's on there. Uh, thank you, y'all got me covered. Um, put it on there. We'd love to be your church family. We'll get you all signed up. You can go there, and you can go to the. I'm sorry, you can go to the connect button, and it will link you. We can get you into a Bible study. We can get you connected to our church. Again, we'd love to be. Your church family. Well, thank God for what a wonderful day. What a wonderful day. rip room, you all. Come on back. Come on back home. And I thank you all for all that are in the house today and the spirit of God that rested in the house today. On this weekend, we are having a pop-up service at our um, food bank. So those of you that do the food bank or you don't know, our food bank is at our central campus, 610 Bell Road. So we go into, they always need help. You go in to help set up at 630 a.m. But at 730, we're going to have a pop-up service bilingual. It will be in English and in Spanish this Saturday around 730 while they're waiting uh, to get the food. And then while they are uh, getting the food, they're at the food bank. Uh, so, uh, feel free to come by. Pray for it if you can't come by there. Also on Saturday, the Kingdom Academy is having a class here at Aliante on church ordinances. So, how to do funerals and um, communion and foot washing and baptism. If you are a pastor and you have never done those things uh, on your own, you need to be here. How to do even weddings and all of those things. If you are a minister, this is your training. You need to be here. If you're a minister in training, you need to be here. If you're a servant leader, you have to assist in all those things. You need to be here on Saturday. It'll be from nine to three, but God, we'll probably be out around two, but, um, uh, however long it takes, but it's just all-day one-shot class, and you'll get full credit for taking church ordinances. People from other churches can come. So if you all are listening, if you're a minister and you want that kind of training on how to do all of those things, uh, you are free, free to come. Meet us at our Aliante Church at 9 a.m. on Saturday. Don't forget the rally. We're almost there, y'all. We just nine but ten thousand five hundred dollars from where we trying to get almost come on come on come on whatever you can give next sunday is the end of our rally and so whatever god blesses you with i'm a witness he'll give it to you if you're asking for it i didn't have it either but you see i'll tell you what my number was my number was one number one i got my hundred percent and god will do it for you amen and so, those if you you may not have signed up, we have thirty-two people signed up, and all those hundred percent. Not everybody was twenty twenty-one. You can give a thousand, you a thousand ten, a thousand ten, and you can give huh? You can give uh, two hundred twenty-one. All of our children. I want the children to come in here next week with twenty dollars and twenty-one cent. They got twenty dollars. Just don't buy them those Starbucks drinks all week. And you got it. Don't buy that bottle of water. Our young adults and teenagers, $221. You guys can do this. All you had to do is save it up. But we will take. just please don't forget our rally. Uh, and again, coaches, I'm looking for more coaches. If you will just text me at 702-812-1174. Said so I can take one person under my wing and teach them something. You can teach them something. If it's an, again, teach them how to walk with God. Teach them how to pray, whatever you know how to do. Teach them how to do be a better mom, be a better dad, be a better spouse. Say you'll say you'll do that. You coach somebody this year. I know God is leaning on you. I know he's leaning on you. It doesn't matter. Uh, what you think your status is, you have something you can share with somebody. So let me know, uh, or you can tell Sister Andrea uh, back there, give her your name, and she'll give me your name and say, you're interested in being our coaches. I need 20 more coaches, and that is our service for today. Those of you that are online, we'll take you as a coach as well. Uh, just put it in those comments. I would love to have you begin to let someone follow you. Don't be afraid to be followed. Amen. So finally, brethren, farewell. Be perfect. Be of good comfort. Be of one mind. Live in peace and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy wave. So glad to see so many of you. Amen. We're going to be waving still for a while here. Amen. But it's after a while, we'll be back to a holy kiss. Some of y'all never going back to a holy kiss. I understand. All the saints salute you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Amen and amen. We will see you next week.
0: If you always stay seated. You. Thank you for tuning in today. We hope this message really reached you. If you'd like to know more about our campuses, you can visit our central campus at newantioch.org. That's n-e-w-a-n-t-i-o-c-h.org. Or for our Aliante campus, you can visit us at newantioch-aliante.org. That's N-E-W-A-N-T-I-O-C-H dash A-L-I-A-N-T-E. You'd like to sow a seed into this ministry? You can do so by texting New Antioch to seven seven nine seven seven for Aliante Campus, or for Central Campus, it's New Antioch Central at seven seven nine seven seven.